Welcome home. If you found your way here, you are definitely a part of my tribe. My name is Desiree Jackson. This is the Black Hair Conspiracy Podcast. Today's topic is conditioning. The hair and the mind. Now I'm going to read from my book, The Black Hair Conspiracy, on page 93. It starts the chapter of conditioning. So in that chapter, we talk about how your hair needs to be conditioned and the importance of it and also how to do this. I have a quote that starts in chapter eight. It says conditioning, bringing something into the desired state for use. And that's Oxford's dictionary. That is its definition of the word conditioning. But as I read the chapter, I'm going to challenge you to listen to it from a different standpoint, not just about conditioning the hair, but also how does that affect you in the process of your mind on a psychological aspect of when you are being conditioned. The word conditioning has two interesting meanings. Breaking in is one meaning and taming is the other. These are important aspects we would like to see from our hair to make it a better condition than what it was. In order to get that out of your hair, we need to do this process every single time we wash our hair. Did you know using a acid pH conditioner on the cuticle closes the imbrications? This protects the inner structure of the hair. It also gives shine and luster to the whole surface of the hair. If you get into a good habit of conditioning your hair every time you wash it, it will become stronger and healthier. This process is so important that I believe you should do it every, every time, even if you haven't washed your hair. When you condition your hair, you are solving several problems like dullness, dryness, breakage, flyaways, and most improperly, tangles. If you are trying to acquire length, there is no way around this topic. It took me a while when I was working with a lab to arrive with a really great formula for our hair type that gave us a great conditioning. And I'm so excited about my black silk, the restoring conditioner, because it does this on a really great level. But before I get into that, let's go back on how I mentioned the process and why it's important to do this every single time Because conditioning, remember, basically means that we are going to be training or breaking a habit. And if you are acquiring a good habit, then this is a great thing. But if you're acquiring a bad habit, that's not a great thing. And how does that affect you psychologically? On a psychological level, conditioning is the concept of 
something constantly happening to you over and over and over and over. And when you are a part of this, you are either going to break or tame and meaning that you're going to start accepting and expecting this particular type of behavior, which can be good or bad. So therefore, if you're a woman, example, if you're a woman and you're in a relationship that causes you to consistently be told that you are, um, you're being put down or you're, you know, they're, they're verbally too loud to you or aggressive to you, or they gaslight you or they manipulate you. You, whether you realize it or not, the longer you stay in that situation, you start to accept it because you will become conditioned. Now, remember I said conditioning is the form of either to break or tame something. So if something has to break you, then it has to break your spirit or break a behavior that you normally are going to do naturally or that you're used to in order to get you conditioned. And if something is broken, the pieces are all over the place. It is not going to be a great piece of work at the end of the day. The other aspect of conditioning is to tame. What is to tame? That means that you have something that you cannot break, but you can learn and teach it to control itself so that way it does not excel past where you want it to be. It will accept your behavior. It will accept what you're giving it as its normal process because now it has been conditioned. Now, that is the reason why we have to be very, very cautious of who we are around, what we are around, what we accept and what we don't accept because these things will lead to us mentally, psychologically, and subconsciously being conditioned. And what do you want? Do you want a condition to be in a bad state of mind? Or do you want to be conditioned to be in the best state of mind that you could be? All of that would depend on the people you're around, the people that you associate with, whether it be friends, family, even work. Do these people put you in the best light and keep you accountable? Do they put you down? Do they criticize you? Because if you are getting the constant abuse in any form, after a while, you're going to start to expect it. Now, what's important is if you are in a situation where you don't have to be abused, then you don't need to be there because the longer you stay around that environment, you will be conditioned to the situation. Now, remember I said earlier that in order to be conditioned, you have to go through the same thing over and over and over. So even when you want to condition your hair, after you wash it, Every single time you need to use a good conditioner, pay attention to the word a good conditioner because that's the same way psychological that something that's happened to you has to be repeated over and over and over and over in order for you to be conditioned. And it has to be a good thing in order to get a good condition. 
if you're constantly around and repeatedly around bad situations or negative things, then you are going to be conditioned to accept and to expect negative situations, negative things, which causes you to then vibrate at a negative frequency, which will attract more negativity. And then you wonder why you can't get out of a situation, why you can't aim and do more, right? Well, a lot of times we don't even understand how deep it is. When I say how deep it is, I remember, I'm going to tell you a situation, right? Okay. I remember having a friend of mine and we got into such a good relationship. It was a, you know, um, this girl that I ended up meeting at a function and we both was in the entertainment industry. So, and we both also was pretty much out there working as entrepreneurs and independently. So we had a lot of things in common. Eventually we got so tight, we became almost like best friends. And in the moment of some of the most fun, more realist laid back moments, she would say to me, bitch, let me tell you about, and I would be like, whoa, don't do that. And she was like, don't do what? And I was like, don't refer to me as bitch. And she was like, no, I mean it in like a loving way. Like, bitch, you know what we going to do this week? And I was like, no, I don't know it in a loving way. I do not allow anyone to call me a bitch. Not even in a relationship have I been ever in a relationship where the person got so heated and upset that they called me a bitch and I let that slide. It was literally the level of, oh, this is the end of the relationship. I get it. And when I would say that to her, she couldn't get the concept. She was like, it doesn't have that strong of a meaning. And I was like, well, guess what? In our relationship, I'm going to ask you not to refer to me as a bitch, even in a loving term. You want to use a word, be like, hey, sis, be like, hey, queen, be like anything that is uplifting and positive that I feel comfortable with besides the word bitch. And guess what? She started incorporating that into her life. So the way we started communicating as friends in the most high, I mean, the highest moments, we would be like, queen, let me tell you. Or we'd be like, oh, my God, sis, look, guess what? Because, see, these were terms of endearment, and they were also the words of conditioning that I wanted to install in her on what was acceptable to me. Now, fast forward two years later, and one day I was over her house, and we was all playing dominoes and, and relaxing and kicking back. And her brother, who she didn't quite get along with that much, but and he was never around as much. So this particular time, you know, it was the holiday and he was over visiting and everything. And things got a little heated. They got into an argument. And her brother said, bitch, calm down. And she went off. I mean, this girl got hot. I ain't seen a sister so hot on all them years I had known her. And all she kept saying is, don't 
ever disrespect me or call me out of my name unless it's going to be something positive. I am not your bitch. I'm not a four-legged dog. I am not something for you to degrade. So if you want to call me something, call me queen. Call me sis. Call me on my motherfucking phone. But do not call me a bitch. I was like, God damn, this girl has been conditioned to something better. And there you go. That is how deep it is on what you accept, what you're around, and how much it affects you and how you see yourself in the world around you. So when we condition our hair, we are literally trying to inform it of what it's supposed to do, how it's supposed to react, how it's supposed to be treated. And that is the reason why you're going to use a good conditioner because a bad conditioner would do what? Yes, it would condition your hair to accept bad situations. Your hair will become dry. Your hair will become dull. Your hair would break easily. Once again, a good conditioner is going to make your hair stronger. It's going to make it um, luster is going to have a natural shine to it. You're not going to need to really put oils in it. And if you do add a little oil to it, of course, hype any oil from black silk, black silk is essential oil. <laughs> okay. Um, anytime you add, you get used to good stuff, you get good results. So, um, another thing I want to share is another story. I remember the first time I wanted to treat myself to um, a very expensive brand. But it wasn't because it was the brand I wanted. It was the quality. I got tired of buying these purses that kept tearing apart after a year, and I still was putting good money. Versus I knew this particular brand, and I'm not saying the brand because I'm not trying to hype up the brand because it's not about a brand name. It's about the quality. It's about being conditioned to having good things in your life, good people in your life, good products that you use on your hair because it gives you good results. This is what this whole topic is about. It's just understanding that using good products on your hair and a good condition will cause good results. But that's the same way in our life. Having good people around you, having good friends, good relationships, these will lead to a better condition, a better mindset, and overall, a better and happier life. Now in this section, I'm going to talk about how to condition. So that way you'll know how to condition your hair properly. And once again, just listen to it on a deeper level, on a psychological base as well. So how to condition, one, on towel dry or slightly damp hair, you should part your hair into two sections using your fingers or a wide tooth comb. Scoop or pour a generous amount into your hand and finger through one section. So now that you have the conditioner in your hand, you're going to kind of just gently go through different sections of your hair with the conditioner with a generous amount. Don't be stingy with it, okay? That's the one thing that I see a lot and I, ha I hate it. It's like 
you have so much thick hair and then you take a tiny little scoop and you try to saturate it all over into a certain section. Think about your meal when you're eating and you're, and you're hungry, you know, and you try and someone tries to give you a scarce little piece of meal. Is it fulfilling? No. So the same way with your conditioner, you need to make sure that you have a good amount. This is the purpose of it and use it generously on all of your hair. Okay, then I want you to comb your hair through gently. Make sure that you're combing it from root to end, holding it and taking care of it gently. Don't be pulling and yanking on it. You know what I'm saying? Hold it gently. Women, that's the same way you should pick your man. He should be gentle to you. You are very delicate. And if he's not treating you as if you're delicate, that means he doesn't think you are worth much. Because anything of value, you know damn well, we treat delicately. Now, the next step is, <laughs> back to conditioner, y'all. <laughs> oh, boy, just follow me. Take a plastic cap and place it over your head, okay? And when you do that, what I want you to do is, you got to leave the cap on for a little while, or you want to put some heat to it. Generally, if you could put heat to your conditioner, that is when you start deep conditioning. That is when you start getting into the different levels and layers of your hair, and you get there real fast. That's why, once again, let's go on a psychological concept here. You ever been in a relationship, and when things got bad, that is when it got heated, when it got tough, when it got rough. When it got heated, it accelerated really fast, and you kind of like bonded quickly. Either you bonded or you disengaged, but that's when you knew where you was at. So it's the same chemical compound when it comes to your conditioner that you're applying to your hair. When you add the heat, it tends to go deeper, faster, and it don't matter how long that you have your hair. You could say you're going to keep it heated for an hour. It only takes like a roughly 5, 10 minutes, maybe 15 tops. Just depends on, you know, um, the thickness of some hair and, and the, the quality of the conditioner sometimes. But the bottom line is it only could go so far. It only could go so far. After a while, you have applied a really good deep condition. And the conditioner you have will a lot of times – if you read the instruction, it will tell you how long to keep it on for the heat. On our silk um, restoring conditioner, I always over-exaggerate how long you should leave it on your head. I find that human nature, people do not like to um, condition their hair, and they don't like to leave it on very long. So if I said to you it only takes five minutes, somehow you're only going to condition it for what, like 30 seconds. So I make sure that I put a enough time in the instructions so that way I know that you're going to, by the time you cheat yourself, you didn't cheat yourself. Okay. That's just a little personal thing. Now, how to pick the right conditioner. This, is, this part is simple, yet it is the hardest thing to do. The beauty industry has bombarded us with so much advertising and products that they have made this impossible 
Okay, so let's make this easier. If your hair has been colored, you need to buy a conditioner that says it's for color-treated hair. Now, if your hair is permed, buy a conditioner that says it's for permed hair. Let's add a little more to that. What if your hair is colored and it is breaking? Look for a conditioner that says it's for color, i.e. chemically treated hair, and breaking. Even if you don't see a shampoo or for damaged hair, okay, but you pick up for chemically treated hair, chances are your hair will stop breaking anyway because nine out of 10 times, if your hair is breaking, it's because you're using a shampoo and conditioner It's not for chemically treated hair. What if your hair is currently isn't colored, permed, or processed, or nothing? Then you have what they call virgin hair and, or normal hair. And you haven't done anything that should interrupt your hair's normal process. This means you have free range to select any conditioner and any, you know, shampoo that caters to any goal. It's like a, you know, no specific thing because you have not interrupted your hair's normal process. Okay? Now, here's the thing. Here's a tip that I have in the book. If you're washing a child's hair or baby hair, use a shampoo and conditioner that is made for children. And the reason for that is a lot of times they're just a lot less, um, they're not as harsh, and you're not using the same... Um, as for adults, sometimes we have so much different things going on. What I hear, we pick up a conditioner or a shampoo that can be um, for, you know, color-treated hair and for, you know, breakage or for <laughs> all kinds of things. And the poor baby ain't even going through all that, okay? You don't need all that, y'all. Just, just keep it simple for the baby. And if your hair is normal or you use organic products, then your baby's going to be fine. Use something for the baby that is more delicate, okay? And that goes to a story I wanted to share with you about why is it so important that we comb our hair delicately and treat our hair delicately and treat our skin delicately and, and, and make sure that the people around us treat us like they care. It's because... Things that are treated and taken care of last longer. Think about it. Things that are treated and taken care of last longer. Relationships that are treated and taken care of will last longer than relationships where you have abused or manipulated or try to um you know take advantage of someone i don't care how stupid you think someone is we all pretty much know when someone generally care for us because their actions they show us they cared we generally know when somebody loves us because their actions shows us that their words are matching up with their actions now the problem is sometimes we don't know how to recognize what is love and what isn't love because 
we can become conditioned to such a bad situation from the people who should love us that we think that's okay and acceptable. Or we could be going through some personal um, pain, even though we didn't get it from our, you know, the people that love us, but we're going through personal pain. And there's a whole theory psychologically behind the fact that, you know, when you're going through pain, you are unhappiness. You want to see other people unhappy and you will go ahead and cause your unhappiness to them. And the reason why you do that really is, is called a thing called transfer energy. Whenever you're going through something emotionally or, or something that's painful, you're fooled with it. So you, because you're fooled with it, anybody that's around you, you're going to glue over into that feeling to them. So think about it like this, like you have a cup and you got a, a cup and you're filling it with water. Okay. So you're filling it with water. And when the cup keeps, you know, the cup has a, a certain limit after that, anything over it just spills out. But if it's water, that means it's spilling out water to other plants or other nutrients and they're happy. It's like, Hey, give me that extra. I love it. You only can give what you have. But what if you was filling that cup with acid. You only could take so much, and when the cup is full, it starts spilling over into the other plants and the other things around it, and it's acid. So this is already killing you internally. Now you're about to kill all those around you externally. And if someone wants to be saved, they're going to have to move away from you or leave you alone. Otherwise, it is only a matter of time. You will spill over your anger and hate and dislike onto them. And that is the reason why you have to be careful of who you're going to give your love and your time and your attention to. I can't pour water into a cup full with acid that's continually building acid and think that it's going to receive the water and the nourishment that I'm trying to give it. That's not how that works. That individual person, hence the cup, needs to pour out its acid. It needs to change its whole container, which is the frame of mind it's thinking or the way it's feeling. It needs to have a whole nother container, a whole nother cup. It needs to be set up so that it can be conditioned for something better so it can receive better. Now when I pour water into that cup, it is ready to receive it. And if I give it too much, it can overflow and it can now give out to others. So I, I challenged you to just take this whole concept of how to use a conditioner in your hair. And I wanted you to understand once again from the beginning how this started. A conditioner is really just a conditioning that you're either breaking or training something to accept. So it's either good or bad. That's it. The conditioner itself is not a problem. It is whether it's negative or positive, good vibrations or bad vibrations, good training or bad training. 
from this day on, I hope not only do you understand the importance of why you will need to condition your hair every single time you wash it, and hopefully you're using black silks conditioner because I put a lot of love, I put a lot of research and a lot of time into making a great conditioner because I believe in quality. And if you're not, it's okay just as long as you're using a really good conditioner anyway because what you put on your hair, you are putting into your body. And remember, the people you are around, the activities, the situations, over and over and over and over and over. Those are the things that you are conditioning into your life and your mindset. Thank you. Until the next episode of the Black Hair Conspiracy.